0: Day, so we're gonna get some good leaf blower noise in the background, but that doesn't matter. Of course. Hi, Zach.
1: Okay. Hello. How are you Michael? I'm doing very well. How are you? I am excited for this
0: I'm so excited for your new hair to be thank to, you to put first things first. It looks amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Grayson Yeah,
0: <laughs> I try to convince Almost all the girls I know to bleach their hair blonde because I just think it's a good look mm-hmm. And part of me wants to do it myself. I did it in seventh grade. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you So that was back during like. The- <laughs> the backstreet boys
1: stage it was very appropriate then. yeah it,
0: it was it was a look um but i would love to like shave my head or bleach it or do something crazy you should so i'm proud of you for
1: taking the leap thank you yeah sometimes you gotta take a risk and this one actually turned out
0: yeah you know? it yeah. looks great
1: thank you yeah you should dye your hair should i yeah why not i mean you can always dye it back to brown eventually so yeah We'll see. (laughs) We'll see.
0: Um, but I want to give you, there's only one official question on this podcast and then we'll just go from there. But the first official question is what were you up to when you were seven years old?
1: Okay. Let's rewind. Um, okay. So when I was seven, I was living in my hometown, Markleyville in Northern California.
0: It's near Tahoe, right? Yeah, Yeah. So
1: I was born in South Lake and then, um, my dad actually built us a house when I was five and moved us out further into like the forest into like Markleyville. Yeah. Yeah. So I was during the summertime we'd be my goodness, like camping, hiking, you know, rock climbing. My dad was a really big rock climber, you know, fall time. We would be like, Stacking firewood, going hunting, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, going fly fishing, doing all the outdoorsy things. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wow. My my dad is a big, uh, he's a big outdoors guy. He actually is originally from uh, San Diego and moved up to Tahoe to have a family. I like your dad. Yeah, he's a really interesting guy. He's super fun.
0: I also like your answer because most people, they pin it to what grade that was. Like, Uh, oh, that's second grade. Okay, my teacher was this. But you pinned it to the seasons? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, like you're some sort of trapper in the tundra. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. Um, but the whole reason I asked that question, which I'm realizing I need to explain on every episode, is there's this ancient maxim that says, "Give me the boy at seven, and I'll show you the man."
1: Oh. So the idea is
0: that, like, by the time you're seven, you're kind of already set up to be the person you're going to become. At oh. so you're like mid 20s now, right? Yeah, 25. So you can kind of create this trajectory from the seven-year-old you to the 25-year-old you, and then push that line out into the future okay. and it sort of informs the person you're going to become
1: that makes sense does that
0: track with you are you still outdoorsy or are you yes did you kick did you like buck the trend move
1: to la dye your hair blonde yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh you know i definitely did push part of that like part of my life like that away for a while when i went to college and Yeah, because, you know, when you're younger and you're doing things with your family and, you know, you feel like you're like forced to do it. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to go camping. No, I don't want to go do this. I don't, you know, but after, you know, I went to school and then I moved back to Tahoe for a little bit before I moved down to Los Angeles. And, yeah, definitely have started to get back into it, especially after COVID and everything. Um, There's nothing like sitting in a hot spring at six o'clock in the morning watching the sunrise on the mountains. Yeah.
0: It's there's something to that. It's like,
1: it's incredible. There's a reason it, people do it. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's, yeah. you know, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It's, <laughs> it's just, um, it's so peaceful and it really makes you realize how like you we are just a part of the same ecosystem as everything else on this planet yeah. and you know, we're equal and it's like a, it's a really special thing. Yeah, you know? it Every-
0: is a great equalizer. You know, people oh, get the yeah. same feeling from the ocean. Hold on, I'm gonna take this bone away from my dog. <laughs> Sorry yeah we don't need to hear that. Um but yeah like you get I'm not I'm more of a mountain person than an ocean yeah. person but like the scale of the ocean gives you that sort of sense of insignificance but also connectedness yes. you know it's like the drop in the ocean like yeah. you are so small but so integral at the same time.
1: Exactly. And yeah. you know I think it's me personally it's it's a really good reminder you know when you feel like so big and you have so many things going on and you know, your world is all hectic and you have trouble organizing everything. It's like, this is what I do. I like put myself in my body and then I take myself out of my body. Like I'm just looking at the top of my head mm-hmm. and then I go further to the, you know, the roof yeah. of my building. And then I go further to the cloud line and then you go to the, you know, the planet, then you're looking at the planet and then you zoom out of the planet to the solar system and, you know, yeah. so on. And then you just realize like, I'm just lucky enough to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. This, this whole entire universe that we barely know anything about, you know, like you're lucky enough to be even standing here worrying about your issues. Right. You know. Yeah. There's
0: this um, statistic I'm kind of obsessed with lately that this mathematician, mm-hmm. no matter like what you think about, like, souls and religion and doesn't like i i like to look at it from you know a mathematical standpoint yeah in this case but he figured out the mathematical odds of your existence like your genetic combination your lineage of mothers and fathers back to the dawn of time okay life on earth yeah and it's something i I get it wrong but it doesn't really matter because it's so large but it's like one over one with 23 million zeros after it so like the the odds of your existence are like (laughs) so infinitesimally small like it's like orders of magnitude beyond winning the lottery yeah it's it's the odds are so rare that to to waste even a second of this precious 80 years we get to play this game exactly seems wild
1: yeah exactly but you can
0: also sort of get paralyzed in the in the same idea when you see that scale and you zoom out and you see like oh i'm insignificant on this rock yeah that's in this solar system that's in this galaxy yes. universe you're like what's the
1: what's the fucking point yeah
0: exactly. but you can spin that both ways it's like you know you can you can take it as a sort of a negative implication that's yeah. like oh there's i don't matter yeah. or it can
1: be like well let's have fun exactly <laughs> you know? yeah and it's all how you it's like either the glass half full or like half empty and yeah. you know i'm not gonna lie for a while of course you know i was Definitely a lot more of like a negative person, and I would be like, "Yeah, I don't matter. Like nothing matters." But yeah, cynical teenager. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, I hate my life. (laughs) Yeah, Woe is me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you know, like, yeah, you just have to like really, you have to like spin it and like realize that, yeah, you know, we're all equal. Like we were just saying, the great equalizer. We're all equal, and we're all pretty much insignificant. And Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) it doesn't really matter but you know you matter to the people around you and Mm -hmm. you know whether it's you know your family or your friends or you know somebody still does care about you
0: yeah yeah so and i'm curious how you sort of apply that perspective to the world we're in the modeling commercial acting world Mm. because i think that this industry also has like these two sides of the coin where it's like you can have this huge ego and think like i'm a star i deserve all the pampering i deserve to be treated well. Or you can see yourself as just another cog in the in the gear yeah. of the machine of trying to create art or whatever we're yeah. making. And I know you're. You know, I think you started a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah. So actually, like, really modeling a couple years ago. Yeah. Like with an agency. So I've been modeling since I was like 15, 16. I got my first contract actually back in high school up in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was that. When I was 16, and then. Like I said, I quit it just because I wasn't getting any work. I wasn't living in L.A. I was too far yeah. away from, like, any castings. So I was like, okay, well, let's just try school and yeah. see what happens with school. So, yeah, really actually working as a model for, like, two years, basically. Yeah, so you're kind of a late bloomer like me. Yes, like, exactly. we didn't have
0: careers that started at eight, 18. Yeah, I was, like, no. 25 when I really got an agency and did all that. Exactly. Which yeah, I think gives you a little bit of a grounding. Oh, you're Like, yeah. I have an education. I can, you know... I could go back to a normal job. But yeah. Like, let's see. Let's see what this is all but about. But do we
1: really want to? Well, I can't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
0: there's, there's a Brian Cranston quote, the guy from Breaking Bad, where he's like he's like, if you can do anything else, any other career, like do that. He's yeah. like, this is such a hard grind. And it for is. the longest time I was like, well, I mean, I could do other things, but now as I'm like, you know 10 years in and my corporate resume is thinner and thinner i'm like i don't know if i can't do anything else <laughs> oh my so sort of by process of elimination i'm trapped and, yeah okay. it's like all right put your head down and work exactly but You're i'm more curious about it. your perspective as
1: you okay. know being
0: fresh to the industry which has changed a lot over the last 10 years
1: yeah it's you know personally i think that our market is like very flooded and especially with like TikTok and you know you know, Instagram stars and influencers and things like that. And you just kind of really need to, gosh, how would I put this? You know, I just like really lean into like who I am. Yeah. You know, like there's, I am completely unique and different from you from Mm -hmm. any other model. You know what I mean? And so that's what's going to make you like stand out in front of everybody. And that's what I've realized, you know, like I've been to castings where I try to look like the other models or callbacks where i try to be somebody that i'm not and i always tend to find that like truly when you're just yourself like you have something that nobody else has yeah and you have to like lean into that and really show that and like let that shine like obviously you know be smiley be like you know you have to like do your typical whatever but Especially, like, with TikTok, like, everyone does the same thing. Like, everyone's just, like, doing that same dance or doing that same, mm-hmm. you know, the like. Same transition. Reveal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it's just the same thing. And it's, like, you you have to really lean into your niche and, like, what makes you you and yeah. then capitalize on it. Yeah. And that's how, you know, that's how I've kind of, like, viewed it and just not really... It's hard not to pay attention to other people and, like, what they're doing and comparing yourself. But you have to, like, just not compare yourself. Yeah. The most difficult thing. But, you know. I mean, it's a good point because I tried to watch
0: that Netflix show Hype House about, like, the TikTok incubator. Yeah. it's all these kids who have outstanding amounts of money and followers. Mm -hmm. But they're so boring. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to them. They're just like, they're exactly. literal, they never, like they haven't even grown up yet. Yes. Because I think you really kind of grow up in your early 20s and yeah. you're, you're out of school, you're on your own, you, that's when you really start to find yourself. And they have they didn't go to college, they didn't, they're just like 18 with fucking Rolls Royces and mansions in exactly. Calabasas. And I was
1: like, this is the most boring shit I've ever watched. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. complete. When you think about it too, like, being so young and becoming so successful so young to me it like ruins it you know what i mean like yeah good for you like kudos to you you should be proud of yourself for everything that you've done and achieved and you know we all hope to maybe be there but it's like if i was 25 and i had that much amount of money and i've already like succeeded in everything like you know we still have another 60 years to live yeah like what what am i yeah. gonna do like yeah. you know i've already it, it it's like You know you got to enjoy the process and you have to get there and you can't just like all of a sudden like you know get tossed to the top like you have to go through all of the steps Mm -hmm. in order for you to reach the top and be there for a while you know everything that comes up must come down it's simple physics it happens with everything you know you can apply that to everything in life and it's like the faster you get tossed up the faster you're gonna hit the ground yeah equal and opposite reaction exactly yeah so you know you just kind of like good like i said good for those guys but to me it's like cheating. Yeah. You know, they're not going to the castings, you know, they're not on the computer searching for agents and sending out desperate emails, you right. know, and like
0: <laughs> And they're not going through the reps of like, yeah, maybe you have some sort of star quality that's just innate in you and exactly. like it'll, you know, boost that stratospheric rise and then keep you up there. Yeah. You know, there's there's definitely outliers. Yeah. But to your to your point like if you didn't do the work and gain the skills over like the grinding years of like trial and error, when you get up there, you're going to be like, Oh fuck, like Mm -hmm. nothing to back this up. Exactly. Yeah. And you might fall ass backwards into successful project after successful project that Mm -hmm. keeps you, gives you some sort of longevity, but probably not. Yeah. And you know, there's a big thing that like it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Mm -hmm. Like you do all this work in secret, you're in commercials, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, doing, jobs where they chop your face off in the final product, like stuff, yeah, exactly. but you're getting, yeah. you're That's learning skills and you're, <laughs> you're, you're growing. And so when, when everyone finally sees you, like, this guy came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, no,
1: I've been actually living in a shitty studio apartment for yeah, 10 years. Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been eating ramen for the last five. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> yeah. taking every class I can. Like, Yeah. You know. So I'm, you know, you're a couple years in, and we talked about the seven year old self, mm-hmm. and then you're 25, so if we, push out seven years you'll be around that 10 year mark yeah what you know kind of blue sky what would you like to see for your life at that point
1: honestly just really like all i can really hope for is to have good rep be with a good agency and like really be booking consistently you know like of course like i would love the dreams of you know having huge campaigns and you know just getting booked by my name and all this different things, but you also have to look at it. You can have your unrealistic goals and you always should, but I also really like to have my realistic goals that I know that I can achieve without disappointing myself, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's, yeah. that's huge. You gotta, you gotta be your best advocate for yourself and not overshoot yourself. Cause then you get upset, you know, you get discouraged. You're going to start thinking that you can't do it. So. Really, I just hope to be, like I said, booking, having a really good rep and being part of a good agency and, you know, maybe buying a house. Yeah. Like really, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> you have to kind of scale it. Yeah. It's great to
0: have those like shoot for the stars goals, but you you really have to think about like, what's going to make you baseline content and happy. Exactly. And it's not, it, there's studies on it. It's not a ton of money. There's yeah. like, you know, in LA, the line is probably a little higher because of the cost of living, but it's yeah. like. If you're making six figures and like working consistently and fulfilled in your work like Mm -hmm. anything past that is fun but yeah it's not really doing anything the the returns are so diminishing
1: well yeah exactly and you know there's you know money can only make you like so happy like you said like there's a threshold and there's even like a threshold for you know money and sometimes money does buy happiness let's be real when you have money and you're secure and you don't have to worry Like it's nice, you know, that's, it is happiness, it's security and eliminates some stresses for sure. Exactly. And I just like hope to get to that baseline, you know, I think like the, whatever sociologist said, it's like $150,000 a year or whatever. And you know, that's the goal and that's what, you know, that's what, what I want. (laughs) I don't want, I don't, you don't need more, you don't need excess. you know, just like live within your means and you'll have everything you want pretty much
0: yeah it's interesting i'm thinking like right now you know in the past few years with tiktok and instagram like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and even going back the last 10 years to all like the tabloid magazines like celebrity has kind of gotten played out Mm -hmm. like i think people are realizing that it's sort of cheap it's it's sort of like completely it's like very attainable like these these girls on tiktok even have said like charlie d'amelio was like i don't get it like she's like the algorithm blew me up and now i'm so famous and like Mm -hmm. she's like i don't get it Mm -hmm. and i think the more and more that celebrities are coming out with you know mental health issues addiction Mm -hmm. issues and like, Mm -hmm. we're seeing that it's not all that yeah um there's a certain class of people in la who don't necessarily have like the stars in their eyes they're just like no i'm like doing this work because i it fulfills me yeah and like i like my anonymity yeah i've had very limited brushes with fame and it's like not cool yeah <laughs> so, so like it's not and i'm glad i had those because i yeah sure i have an ego and i have vanity and like yeah being a kid from missouri it's like it'd be cool to be famous but then of you course, realize yeah like, mm, it's
1: not that cool yeah and then you realize too it's like yeah i work at a restaurant over in west hollywood right now and um you know, when I'm on my break, you know, I'll just be like hanging out on the sidewalk, like drinking a coffee or, you know, water or whatever. And, you know, you see these like celebrities walking down the street and they are just being bombarded yeah. by the paparazzi. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like it's blinding. It's yeah. li- it's literally blinding. Yeah. And it's I and I always think it's like I would I would never I mean it looks cool and you know, from like an outsider, like yeah, how cool you're getting all this attention. your you know, your pictures. You're gonna be, whatever, on the Daily Mail. Like, I don't know why it's such a big deal, <laughs> yeah. in Los yeah. Angeles. Why the Daily Mail is such yeah. a thing, but I guess it is. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's like you were under such a microscope that you know it's understandable why, you know, these celebrities go through addiction issues and yeah. you know go through deep depressions and you know get a lot of social anxiety. It's you know. They're under pressure all the time. When they're in public, they can't just be, you know, like us like dressing casually, yeah. like walking around, not having yeah. to worry about your six. Like, yeah. could you imagine like turning around all the time? Like people
0: in the bushes, drones yeah, chasing. You. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah, drones. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. You know, like it's it's a it's a really intimidating thing that, you know, some people can handle it and some people thrive, and good for you, do it. But I think for like the true artists of the world, like we, you know, a lot of us are kind of introverted and Mm, a lot of us are like very quiet people. And you know, when it's showtime, like we get into our alter ego and like it just happens and we make magic. But you know, the other 98% of the time, we're probably huddled in our bedroom or, you know, sitting alone somewhere at a bar. Yeah,
0: (laughs) And that's what I love about showtime about when they call action because I'm a very introverted, shy person, and I've mm-hmm, learned safe. how to kind of fake it till I make it in social yeah. situations. Mm-hmm. But when I'm on set and I'm in some little commercial or whatever, like I have the ultimate permission to be confident. Yeah, exactly. And like I'm, a, I'm somehow able to like put that through my whole body and yeah. be that person. And then they call cut, and I'm like, How was it? Are you guys? Yeah, like, and you're <laughs> running to the camera. Yeah, you know, yeah, to check it. <laughs> yeah, but I totally get that. And. You know, talking about these celebrities with the cameras in their face. I watched one of the Britney Spears documentaries, a poor woman, and I think she got the worst of it. She got she got famous at a time when these people were just products. Oh, yeah. Her life was she was basically an action figure. Mm -hmm. And you watch I turned the documentary off because it was so sad. I felt so bad for her because you see all these scenes of her getting out to get gas, walking into a restaurant and she is in a mini sea of cameras. And like you said, mm-hmm. looking at that from the outside, you're like, wow, that's so interesting. But like imagine her perspective. Yeah. Anytime she steps foot outside of a private space yeah. that like she owns, yeah. She is three hundred and sixty degrees surrounded by screaming people with flashing yeah, lights. Exactly. Like, of course she shaved her head and yeah. went insane. Like yes. there's
1: The fact that she didn't kill herself is like shocking it is to be perfectly like honest exactly and And especially with her dealing with like postpartum depression after having her child and everything too and then these people like just like not leaving her alone it's like yeah it's it's ridiculous and she really you know she is such a unique case like britney is like the last of like i think personally like the old Olden day stars, you know yeah. what I mean. So like, true pop stars, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like you know, who was that? In Sync and the Backstreet Boys, and then Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Because you know. it was
0: pre social media, exactly. And Inst- it was that the allure was like, oh, I saw them exactly. in a magazine. Like I see them once a week. Yes. But now Instagram, it's like, oh after, yeah, you I get access it. Yeah.
1: instantly. You know, you are like, oh, what is this star doing? You just like scroll yeah. on their Instagram for forty five minutes, and then yeah, you can go on their Instagram live and like, oh, I know exactly what you Exactly. Doing. Yeah. yeah, and so you know especially like with all the paparazzi and everything like they just it's really sad how much they never gave her a chance to have her own voice that she does now thank god but and how much they just like really destroyed her and it really shows like how you know one image or one you know bad night can you know destroy your entire reputation or change the course of your life and that's like that's really sad. And she was a kid. She was yes. so young. Oh, my God. She was like in her 20s or something. And or like, she got that fame at, what, 15,
0: 16? I'm mean, yeah. lying about her age, but it doesn't matter. She was a child. Yes. So she never had a chance to get that foot under underneath her in a healthy, normal way.
1: Exactly. And could you imagine, too, like never really having a normal teenage years? No. no. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Good for her. Like, she was, you know, obviously incredibly talented in doing her thing, but... I would still just want to have, like, my normal getting my license at 16. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, going, going to college. Yes. And
0: you need to have those moments where you're, like, in your bedroom, like, I hate my life. like yeah. But in private. Yeah. Private, yeah. You don't <laughs> yeah. the world to see those moments. Yeah, Because exactly. you need to work through them and read some books and, like, you know, start to get that self-confidence. And I want to get back to the point you're making about, you know, you're unique. You're not like okay. anyone else. Yeah. And I I do think the way the industry has shifted in the wake of this like celebrity car crash stuff yeah. is that it's more about authenticity. Yes. And yes. there's like the the diversity is so wide open that mm-hmm. it's like you know like you're you grew up a very like rugged person, outdoorsy, mm-hmm. fly fishing, camping. But when I met you at a party, like I was like, wow, that guy's fucking so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah, so like, but there's like, there's, there's so much room for this like delicate
1: masculinity yeah. and like things we didn't see before. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, what's like, that's, what's so cool about Hollywood now. And especially after like the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, you know, it's, it's diversifying so much, yeah. which it should have been doing in the first place. Like I was just watching a rom-com from like the early 2000s just like yesterday or something and i was noticing i was like there is not one colored person in this movie really you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and then you're like looking you know you're looking ahead to like where we are now and it's 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 the opposite it's (laughs) completely opposite and that's it's amazing and it's like diversifying all of hollywood and it's giving everyone else who's not here a chance to connect with somebody on tv yeah you know instead of You know just like this one you know person that is shot for everything you Mm -hmm. know they it's diversifying and that's why it's like such a good time to really lean into your uniqueness Mm -hmm. and really lean into like what makes you you because that's what they want to see yeah you know it's not like just like the cookie cutter of you know like what it used to be it's it's all about what makes you you and what people are going to be attracted to with you because you know, like for me, instance, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm a very pretty person and I'm th- very thankful for that. I yeah. got very lucky. Thank you, God. Very appreciative. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, but like, like you said, I'm rugged. I, you know, I rock climb. I still, you know, will go trail running. I'll still go camping. I still do all this stuff. And you love fighter jets. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, things exactly. You wouldn't necessarily expect. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I scroll on Instagram <laughs> jet pages all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. like what my Instagram feed is. Like, but somewhere there's a kid that's just like me out yeah. there that is going through it and mm-hmm. needs to see, you know, that there's someone like me and someone like him and someone that he can connect to and yeah. be like, Oh, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. You know, cause I didn't have that personally, you know, I always thought like I would have to be this big, strong butch man. And you know, I can never really come out or, you know, or like I was supposed to get married and have kids, you know, and right. And I wanted to take a different path because I knew that there was a kid somewhere out there. That's like me that needs to see it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I
0: mean, you go back to, you go back to like Humphrey Bogart and then it's like Tom Cruise, Brad mm-hmm. Pitt. And then we had our Chris's and our Ryan's and like mm-hmm. our leading men for the last several decades have looked, they're just like all American. They look yes. like me. Yeah. Which like, And there's like, there's <laughs> definitely amongst my category this like, Oh, uh, like our time has passed. And it's like, yeah, like it's a little bit harder for me to book roles, but it's it's more evenly spread out. Exactly, and like I think it allows. I'm still here. I'm still working. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine, and it's it's interesting because like I am a white straight guy from the Midwest. Like, yeah, I definitely fall into <laughs> that cookie cutter trope of like the leading men of old, and so it's it's a little bit harder for me to like. To think like, okay, so what makes me unique? What makes me different than what people expect from me? Yeah. Because like, for better or worse, I'm pretty like down the middle of the road. Like I'm not, you know. You think so, really? Well, so I think on the surface, yes. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is, you know, I've seeing this landscape open up. Yeah. And meeting people like you who are like, oh man, I just want to book makeup campaigns. And like, yeah. I'm just like, it like. I sort of had this revelation, and through our friend Angel, who's like such a true artist when it comes to shooting. Oh, yeah, love like Angel. She, she doesn't test just to be like, "Oh, I need this for my portfolio." She, yeah. She like makes art, and she's oh yeah. She's definitely changed the way I look at the the shoots I do for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've realized that there's so much more room for me to be playful exactly. with my look. Yes, and we recently both shot with the same photographer, Arhel, mm-hmm. and I. I was like. I was talking to Angel and I was like, I wanna do some like hairy styles, like super gender bending, yes. like blow it all up. Like yes. at my if you look at my Instagram page, it's all like rugged all American guy. And I was yeah. like, I wanna fuck with that. Yeah. And she's like, I know the perfect guy. So I shot with our hell and I, I showed you a little bit of behind the scenes sneak peeks, but yeah. I, I don't have the photos yet. And I'm really picture. excited. Yeah. But we did like these super feminine, like yeah. um Voguey, but yes. they, like have a beard and like make like Interesting makeup, like Euphoria yeah. style stuff, and it was so fucking fun. Yes, because you know, in the past, I would have been scared to to like do something like that because what are people going to call me? Are, mm-hmm. And it's like now, who care Like, call me whatever you want. Yeah. Um, there's a picture of me I shared on my Instagram when I was a kid. I think I'm like two, mm-hmm. and I'm in my mom's high heels and mm-hmm. like belt, and like you're like you know every kid yeah, does it. They exactly. like sashay around the room. Yes, exactly. Until they're told like don't do that. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I grew up in an era where, like, that word was thrown around way too casually. Well, especially in the Midwest, too, in Missouri.
1: Like, that's very south, very southern tradition. Yeah.
0: And it's – luckily, that time has passed. And I'm, like, I'm in a place where it's, like,
1: if you think I'm gay, like, cool, whatever. Like, maybe I am. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And it's, like – and that's the thing, too, with making art like that. Like, yeah, let the people talk. But at least, like – your name is falling out of their mouth, yeah. but their names aren't falling out of yours. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. go ahead, talk about me all you want, but I'm over here creating this amazing universe and world and art for people to look at and enjoy versus you over here making something that has been done since 1955. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, playing it safe. Exactly. Like, yeah. Putting on makeup and... You
0: yeah. know, I was really nervous about that shoot because like I don't shoot like I know my Rolodex of like male e com poses and male lifestyle poses yeah. is like strong. Mm-hmm. But doing this like delicate, dainty feminine stuff, I was like, Oh my god, I have no clue what I'm doing. So I'm researching p- girls' pages. Yeah. And I was shooting with Arhel and he's like he knew exactly what we were doing in terms of like flipping the, the script on my image. Yeah. And he was like, he's You're was really, really soft. Like you're really good at like this mm-hmm. like delicate stuff and It felt, it was just fun to play. Yeah. And there's this comedian, Jim Jeffries, that I really like. He's Australian, like leather jacket, mustache, like very man's man, hard drinking. But he told this story about he was on a plane and some kid was being bullied about like potentially being gay or being Mm -hmm. like feminine. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I just stood up and I was like, hey,
1: I'm gay.
0: (laughs) Because he wanted the the bully to realize and the kid to realize that like like a manly man can be gay. Yeah. And he's not. But he did that just to be like, "Fuck you!" Like, exactly. And I think that's such a, I really like that, that take on it where it's like, who, "Fuck, like, fuck you." Who gives yeah, a shit? Who cares? Yeah. It's
1: yeah, and it's like, like it's none of anybody else's business. First of all, right? Yeah. And second of all, too, it's like I'm not questioning what you're doing. So what gives you the right to come into my world, and then you question me? You know, on what I'm doing, like. I don't care, you know, like I don't care about you. I don't care like what you doing, like, and this should be the same thing for you. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a line of like disrespect that constantly gets crossed. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully one day it will not get crossed and, you know, we'll all eventually sing Kumbaya maybe, (laughs) but yeah, probably not, but (laughs) yeah, exactly. But, you know, I, you know, I get that, like, especially, you know, growing up in the area that I grew up, it's, You know, it's still California, but it's very rural. It's very conservative still. And I was lucky enough to have, you know, an extremely supportive family. I came Mm -hmm. out when I was like 16 or 17. And, um, you know, of course, my family is okay with it. But a lot of people, you know, in my town, the town I grew up in only had 200 people. Okay. So it was like extremely small. You know, I mean, like you you know you make your coffee in the morning and your neighbor knows about it you know what i mean like yeah. it's like it's really small town stuff and you know i for a long time like i didn't really feel welcome to like come back or you know especially even going to high school and you know coming out and everything like i i lost all of my friends you really? know what i mean like i lost everyone you know they would mess with my car they would you know, do all this stuff. And so what I did is I took my boyfriend to prom instead. You know what I mean? To prove a point and to be like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? Like you guys can kick me while I'm down all you want. Like Mm -hmm. I'm extremely strong. Like I am a mountain boy. I'm fucking rugged as shit. Yeah. I am like so determined and I have so much grit. Like try me, Yeah. you know, just go ahead and fucking try me and see what I do. And my boyfriend to prom i even had a um my vice principal at the high school even had an issue with it too really yeah because i was buying my tickets and i was like you know i want two tickets for jack and i my boyfriend's name was jack at the time and uh they were questioning me yeah like are you bringing him to prom like you know is this you know like in like not directly saying that i they don't want me to do it but in a roundabout way like no screw you like like yeah. how
0: and this was like 2015 right this was 2013 2013 yeah
1: because i graduated in 2014 yeah so no it was 2014 when yeah. this happened yeah you know and yeah it wasn't even that long ago and that's right when you know that was the year that gay marriage became legal in the united mm-hmm. states and you know it was still a little bit of a rough time like we're definitely farther now but it's you know, it's, it's just, it's messed up. And it's part of the reason why I came to LA too, is because, you know, I wanted to be in the gay community in West Hollywood, which was a mistake. Um, <laughs> really? A little <laughs> too intense? <laughs> yeah, It was very intense and you know, West Hollywood is just a very, uh, like how we were talking about image and everything, yeah. you know, at West Hollywood is all about image and who, you know, and who you're hanging out with mm-hmm. and it, definitely put like a sour taste in my mouth you know i thought it was gonna be really cool but you know come to find out like it's it's just still really nice to be surrounded by people gay or straight that you know support you and they don't care you know and and you know back home like i watch my back you know what i mean like you you have to like my friend owns a bar up there and you know i always go out you know go out to her bar and hang out and you know, it's generally a safe bar, but you still have to be careful. Yeah. Know? Like you still, and it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. And I mean,
0: of course, like physical safety is a real concern, but the one thing about situations like that is people are just proving that they aren't worth your time. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah, maybe I don't know if you have like a religious issue with it and you're just taking it too far. But like, I think even the Pope was like, I talked to God, we're we're cool with gays. Like, I, th- I think it's like changed. Yeah. Um, but You know, and and even I grew up in a time when like I didn't I didn't think about it for myself. And like I definitely said some words like and with a negative connotation that I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have. And like I regret that a lot. But like that's just the culture I grew up in. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you don't know until you're in a situation where someone's like, hey, just so you know, that's inappropriate. And that's offensive towards these people or whatever. you You also have to think like.
0: Like, what are you scared of? Like, people yeah. like I wouldn't wear makeup like that exactly. would make me queer. And it's like, are you scared you're going to like it? Like, yeah. And then, and then if you do like it, like, cool. You found something else you <laughs> like. So. And it
1: looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: like, yeah. I, yeah, like I put on, I wear makeup all the time for shoots. It's just like basic makeup. Yeah. And doing those more intense looks. I was like, this is fucking fun. Like, yeah. And I'm in that place of confidence where I'm like, yeah, I can, I can play around with this. And like, I know what I like sexually, but mm-hmm. like, Makeup's cool too. Like, and makeup artists are so talented. Oh my god! That's my favorite yeah. part of the day. I, favorite part of any shoot is when I get my makeup done, which is usually mm-hmm. very minimal. But it's like you feel like a dog because someone's like lightly touching your face, yes. and yeah, it's yeah. early. Have your coffee, like someone's yeah, talking to you
1: exactly, and they're like gently putting things yeah. on. And then when you're done, you look like five years younger. So it's yeah. that perfect. That's <laughs> <called> so nice. <laughs> um,
0: and like, my mom just sent me these these magazines that are that are really showcasing like. Just how gender-bending gender everything is, all the genres mm-hmm. are. It's like, everyone's in dresses. Everyone has long hair. Mm-hmm. Everyone has scruff. Everyone
1: that's like, what are you? I don't know. doesn't yeah, matter. You exactly. Know. Do you like playing with those kind of shoots? Yes. I really, I do really like playing with those shoots. I actually want to start leaning more into that. I'm very jealous of your shoot that you just did with Whoa, the shit. super androgynous. It's yeah. really rad. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really, um, I think the next shoot I'm going to set up is going to be something more like along those lines. Like very... I just did one where we glued all the flowers on my face and that was very, uh, yeah. I saw some stuff from that. It's so cool. Oh, they came out so good. Yeah. It's, it is very androgynous and it's very like beauty campaign. And like, yeah, that's what I want to do is more beauty stuff. And you know, it just works. But, uh, yeah, I want to get some really crazy dresses. I already have plenty of heels. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got that, that one covered. covered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah. No, I really want to like confuse and that's, what's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what art is and that's what gets people's attention. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, whether it's like, you know, you consistently book out of it, getting an agent or whether it's somebody just walking down the street, looking at your picture, being like, wow, yeah. you know, I want to get their attention and I want, yeah, I want those people to like rewire and rethink what is normal. What is yeah because nothing's normal rules are just rules. Like who made them, who knows, you really? know, like if, Rules were never made, like where would we be now? like what, yeah, you know, what gender defined things what would be happening? like, you know what it, it, well, there's
0: so many things we don't question, like yeah, like just even even in the fashion world, like. Men wear neckties. And it's like, what the fuck is that? Like, it does nothing.
1: It's this, you know, it's this
0: evolved, antiquated thing that comes from ascots and cravats. And it's like, but we all just agree that that's what a businessman wears. Exactly.
1: Stop and think for a
0: second. Yes. And like, why not take it off? Why not change it up? Exactly. And why
1: not start putting all the guys in dresses at the Met Gala? Yeah. I think that would be like... Which is what's happening now. Exactly. It'd be really cool. Like, a really beautiful, masculine, like strong man just like in this gorgeous like elegant dress it's it's uh the art term i like to use it's contrapposto. it's mm. the mix of you know feminine and masculine it's they use it a lot in like um like greek statues yeah like figure drawing exactly yeah. that's why they have the s yeah. you know when they're standing one leg's relaxed and one stiff it creates yeah. the s it's called contrapposto. so you know and that's what's like attractive whether you realize it or not mm-hmm. like your brain is naturally drawn to it yeah you know like proving like with all the artwork and the sculptures like you're looking at these giant things and like wow it's so beautiful it's because of a b and z and contrapposto is one of them and you know like we need to like really bring that more into where we are now like yeah i mean really it would be so cool and it's like and you're also setting a new scale for like people and like children who you know like maybe one day you know a little boy wants to wear a dress somewhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean and there's like this really cool big famous person that's over here doing it shamelessly and just with the confidence and the swagger whatever and like that's that's what we need to be doing yeah you know? yeah yeah and i mean there is
0: there's also that balance of contraposto, contrapposto it's like You know, there's structure. It's a very strong structural shape. Everything's balanced. But then you have this, like, curve within it that's very, like, natural and feminine. So it's there's always been, like, this balance of masculine and feminine. Yeah, And I think that's what everyone's trying to play with now. Because one or the other, you know, you see maybe, like, New York Fashion Week runway models. They're very up and down severe. Like, no, you know, because that's because they're showing address on yep. basically a human hanger yeah exactly yeah but that's if, all yours but model, if you want to showcase like the shape <laughs> of a person you know look at any good female models instagram like there's like this golden ratio in any mm-hmm. pose they're doing exactly it's
1: very attractive exactly yeah it's all the science to it. it's the sacred circle you yeah. know the like the spiral like is it like a third or whatever it yeah, is yeah, like yeah 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 it's uh like i have uh, the golden ratio and all that yeah. it's like it's all math. it all it comes is,
0: back to math. it really is It all yeah. comes back
1: to science and math, yeah, and, you know, it's like as soon as you understand that, like the sooner you'll understand what's gonna look good, what doesn't look good, you know like is this too much this way or is it leaning too much this way? you we kind of want everything to like line up in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, because then it's like satisfying to everybody, and then you have this perfect balance of like harmony of like hard and soft, light and dark, yep, you know, yeah, rigid and soft, yeah, you
0: know, and as you're sort of deducing all this. Big topic on this podcast is that there's no graduate course for modeling. We all no. kind of like get thrown into the the water and it's sink or swim. Exactly, and <laughs> yeah. it's up to you. Like, oh God. yeah, that's so um, true. You know, there are people uh. who get lucky, and but like you have to learn what you're doing. And the only yeah. way, to, like, so I'm curious, what resources you've used to figure, like, because it seems like you've kind of figured out intuitively how things work and what's what's. Visually attractive and aesthetically pleasing, but yeah. are you just like scrolling people's Instagrams? Are you
1: yeah are you looking
0: up agency pages?
1: definitely that and you know, I'm so like posing wise, yeah for everyone listening to this I Fully recommend getting uh coca Rocha's book a thousand different poses. Really? Yes, because It was it's it was an incredible project. So she sat in this like dome this huge massive dome and she had like hundreds of dslrs like surrounding her oh cool and like they did it's like a 360 right so she would like be posing and she did a thousand different poses in this book and so one of my resources i actually brought it to my photo shoot with Arhel. Mm -hmm. is that book yeah you know and so you know he tells me the concept that he wants and i'm like thinking he's like okay i want it to look like this i want you to have a vibe like this and i want you like this And I open that book and I'll just like flip to the pages and then like, I see a pose. I'm like, Oh, that's the pose. And then, you know, because you, so I start with that pose and then, you know, the next page is going to be a similar pose, but slightly different, you know? So it's like a progression of, you know, all these different poses. And then from there, you know, I kind of like see where the photographer is standing and the angle of my body and you know, thinking about those different things. So one of the places I've learned was from that book. And then also just, you know, shooting a lot. Yeah. That's really, Trial and error. exactly. That's the only other thing I can say is like just a lot of experience, Yeah. you know, cause I've had a lot of photo shoots where I'm like super butch or I'm like super feminine. And you know, those pictures came out good but they never come out as great as if I combined the two, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. that's just kind of like where I've learned
0: yeah i mean i've i've learned i need to get that book that sounds really interesting. you really
1: should it's it is a great coffee table book it's very sexy it's all black yeah you know it's, cool. it's really cool because yeah.
0: like i have like i said this mental rolodex of poses especially yeah. if it's something like ecom where there's only so much variation exactly. that's really allowed yeah and one of the first questions i'll ask an ecom client is like how dynamic do you want my poses mm-hmm. you know do you mm-hmm. want the like mid stride kind of like looking over the shoulder yeah. or is it more like like left hip out, right hip out, shift. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you can you can figure that out. But there gets to a point where you're doing the dance with the photographer, and you're like, okay, I'm at the end of my cycle. Like I just I'll start over. Yeah. Like, maybe my stance will be a little wider. But yeah. if you don't have them at top of mind, oh yeah. Like it interrupts the flow of the shoot. Exactly. And,
1: yeah.
0: You know, it's really important to like I'll just look at brand websites and mm-hmm. see what like what are the guys doing when they're wearing their shirts. Yeah. Like, what are you know what are people doing on their Instagram that I yes. find interesting because I'm really good at mimicry. Like, if I see mm-hmm. something, I can figure it out, and then applying those principles of you know, like good art, where it's like, okay, I need to create negative space with this elbow, like, don't mm-hmm. stack things, like, kind of spread my body out. Yeah, but in the moment, it's hard to discover new things for me mm-hmm. necessarily. Like, I'm not great, I'm not like a super abstract person. Got you. Okay, so if I'm not In a really playful place like i'm gonna go to what i know yeah so
1: well yeah naturally you know what it's like when you yeah completely but you know and i used to do that a lot as well but that's actually why i started bringing that book just because um i was on a shoot one time and you know like i just kept doing the same poses just like you are saying like i just kept you know going to those same six seven different poses that i have and you know the photographer was like Okay, you're a great model, but you need to do something different. Yeah. And you know I mean? you know, yeah. like. And then you freeze up. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. You know? And it's it's not like it's not a, you know, he wasn't saying it to be a jerk. He's just yeah. Completely being honest, which I fully respect and appreciate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want there to be ten pictures, and it's all the same angle. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's yeah, you you really have got to like keep learning, and you have to keep you've got to want to learn and you've got to want to constantly progress and change. Cause like you said, there's no schooling. Yeah. There's, you know, it's, this is going to be a struggle for us until we can retire. Right. You know it's I, a hustle forever. Yeah, there's, exactly. no 401k, there's no 401k. No, yeah. exactly. We yeah. have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. You have to do your own Roth IRA. You have to do your own yeah. 401k, you yeah. know, and you also have to do your research of how to do these different poses, yeah. you know, like, you know, high fashion versus e-commerce. Sure. And you you have to look in the mirror and you you've got to you you've got to do it. You've got to look in the mirror, you've got to do your poses, you've got to look at your face. And you know, I've been doing that a lot lately and every photo shoot that I have been doing is just like money every single shot. Yeah. You know, and every shot is different than the last. And that's what you want. You mm-hmm. want variety, you want to be different, like we were saying, like leaning into your niche and being different. Like and, you know, when you're in the middle of a pose, the more awkward it is, the better it's probably going to turn out. Especially high fashion stuff. <laughs> like, it should not be oh, comfortable. Yeah. You <laughs> should have <should've> hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be twisting around. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. I was, uh, when I was doing that shoot with Ar- uh, Arhel, I was lying on the ground on my stomach, okay? And then I had one of my legs, like, curled up like scorpion, like, yeah. on the chair, and then I had, I don't know what my other leg was doing. And then I was like, just twisted around this <laughs> yeah. chair, right? And it's like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so sore. Like, <laughs> my back is cramping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. You know, but he, ta- he shows me the outtake and it's like, wow. It looks like you came out of the womb that way. <laughs> exactly, like, Your body's made to do <laughs> exactly. that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like you're just watching Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling on the floor yeah. <laughs> doing a scorpion watching Netflix. You know, yeah. that's cool. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> And that's that weird contrast, and I think contrast is a. It's one of the the big things I try to apply, even in the way I dress. Like, yeah. because LA, it's like, okay, we're going to a nice restaurant. Like, should I dress up? Probably not. You should probably wear a shitty T-shirt. Exactly. And like every time I dress exactly. up and go somewhere, everyone's wearing hats, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's fucking LA. Yeah. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that's like, so true. the key <laughs> to being universal, universally acceptable in what you wear is contrast. So like, yep. if I'm wearing. A suit, mm-hmm. like my hair will be a little messy. because
1: mm-hmm. like,
0: if you're in a suit and like perfectly parted hair, yeah, you're just this one thing. You're exactly. just formal, exactly. But if your hair is messy and like your neck's not shaved, like then it's like, oh, I could um, go either way. Yeah, exactly. And so I always do that whenever I'm like getting ready for something because I feel safe in like the balance. Yes. And the, the same thing I think applies to shooting, where it's like if i'm wearing a really rugged outfit
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my styling is rugged and the backdrops rugged like let's be a little more delicate with my yes. body positioning and my face exactly because otherwise you're not bringing anything new to the table exactly like you're you're just it's like very expected exactly um and like with that shoot with Arhel, it's like okay my my skin is like dewy and like lovely and yeah. my <laughs> hair is, my hair is slicked back and i'm yeah. wearing this like roughly blue dress but I have a fucking beard. Yeah. And so like he was like, "Yo, don't shave. Like, don't mm-hmm. shave your chest. Don't shave your beard. Like, mm-hmm. so otherwise it's too predictable. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, you're just trying to be feminine. Exactly. So like the contrast. Yes. And I think about that in all the art I do. Like the first principle I, I'm like, where's the contrast? Yo. Yep. Otherwise you're just, it's this lane or that lane. It's I too wanna, heavy. Yeah. It's yep. too it's too one sided. Exactly. And I think, as we're discovering this conversation, the secret <laughs> of life is just this balance. Of yeah. Like, And everyone, you know, yin and yang, masculine and feminine, everyone talks about that. But I think Mm -hmm. we're finally getting to a place socially and artistically where it's like truly embracing it. Mm -hmm. And people are like not scared of the implication of like, Oh, you're wearing heels? Like, you're yeah. this. And it's yeah. Like, well, A, he- heels are impossible to wear. Yeah, like, I, I wore do them for hurt. the first time, and I was like, how do you walk? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> usually, after like 20 minutes, your feet go pretty numb. Yeah. So after that, you're usually good. <laughs> but it's, it's just like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, I don't no, know. it doesn't. And it's like, yeah. And like we were saying, it's like the balance. Like, we, like, we need, like, as a society as a whole, too, I really think that we, like, need that healthy balance. We've been, you know, stepping away from it, especially, you know, thank God he's out of office, but with Trump and (laughs) bring his name up, I'm so sorry. Um, Like we're in such a rough, like harsh and aggressive and loud and in your face time, you know, where everything was just like, oh my God, exploding. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and like now it's like, we're finally coming to this like cool off point where it's like, we're finally starting to settle, you know, the dust is falling And what is becoming of it, it's like, you know, people are being nicer. There's like this, this like shift, you know, and it's like, you see, and you see it with like, you know, with like the balance, like people are starting to go to therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, people are, you know, starting to take care of themselves better. It's like, not just like this crazy, like, and you know, it's like, it's coming like full circle and like, it's just applies to like, all of It's about having, you know, this balance in your life and having like, Yeah, just balance, really. Yeah, I mean, if
0: you look at a pendulum, you swing a pendulum, you're going to have these apexes. Exactly. But eventually, where's it going to settle? In the middle. Right in the fucking middle. Exactly. And I think Trump represented, like, peak narcissism, peak (laughs) ego. And I think we were on a course for that for a long time. And, like, you go to CNN.com's front page and, you know, the war in – X country is buried under four articles about the fucking Kardashians. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And like the the reason those articles are front page is because people click on them. Like Mm -hmm. it's, they're not shoving it down our throats. We want it. We click on it so they. You know that reinforces their ad buy cycle yeah and i think every time we went to the article about the kardashian which i'm fucking guilty of yeah, i don't we watch the show yeah, but i'm exactly. you know like a gossip slut and then guess what we we elected a reality star with yep. the biggest ego and yeah. like, <laughs> maybe zero honesty like, Yeah. <laughs> as our president (laughs) and then we hit that apex and everyone's like oh this doesn't feel so good yeah so now it's you know and also in the wake of the pandemic i think people were really forced to reevaluate their priorities yes
1: that was a huge for good
0: reason i i I felt it coming too i remember i think in like end of february of 2020 i got this speeding or i got a traffic ticket
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and i was talking to my buddies and i was like something's telling me it's time to slow down like it was just this weird Whoa, feeling i had right really and like of course retroactively it's like wow i nailed it yeah right? exactly <laughs> you did yeah the universe but was like but i just had i was like i'm like personally i felt like I, things were kind of out of control yeah and i was like i need to take it take it take a beat yeah reevaluate and i was like i didn't know it was going to be a two year yeah. beat. And like, it involved a lot of changes <laughs> in my life <laughs> but i think it's been a good thing and you know like you said we are just like softening and being kind, and realizing that like just straight up aggressive megalomania is not it. It doesn't, it doesn't help you sleep at night. It doesn't
1: doesn't make you happy. You know, at the end of the day too, it's not really going to get you anywhere. If you're just like forcing, you know, we can, we can talk about, we can kind of bring that same concept to like the TikTokers. you know, it's like if you're just forcing your way to the top and being loud and, you know, you're just like projecting yourself up there, like, yeah, that's annoying.
0: It's, and it's hollow. It's, exactly. It's like at what expense? And then who are you? Like, who exactly. are you?
1: And then who's going to want to work with you eventually, too? If you're right. just like some loud, brash, you know, just like rude person. Like, yeah, you may get some work for some people who will tolerate you. But, you know, you're eventually going to be blacklisted. <laughs> you know, eventually yeah. people are going to be like, yeah, no, I've done this with this. And it's not good. You know, there's, don't do there's
0: it. There's very few people who can get away with not being pleasant to work with. Exactly. And there are some superstars, and I've heard, you know, from people in the elite modeling world where it's like, no, they're not very pleasant, but, you know, they're who they are. Exactly. And they have so many followers that it doesn't matter. Yeah. But for us, we we don't have that grace. No, exactly.
1: And, like, we, you know, and it's good that we don't have that grace, and we shouldn't really even be having that grace either, too, and especially with how small, like, you know, for people who are on the outside of this world, mm-hmm. like you would be so surprised how small it actually is. Very it small. seems big, yeah. but everybody knows everybody. Yeah. Like, like really. Like, and you know, like if you do something bad and you're on a a big commercial shoot and then you piss off the director, yeah. most likely that casting company is never gonna cast you again. Oh, it takes one piece of bad feedback because you
0: know everyone is unique and everyone yeah. is different, but to a point. And like yeah. you're, you're so replaceable.
1: Oh yes. So if,
0: they, if you have one reason to to go with the other guy yes. who has blonde hair, yeah. and like, you have ridiculous like yellow eyes. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, they are very yellow. Too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like, there's another guy who it's like, well, you know, Zach. We got some bad feedback about him on that shoot, so like, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're not gonna take a risk on him. Mm-hmm. You know. So like you have to do a really hard job of making sure people have, you have to be undeniably good. Yeah. And not like undeniably good in like, just like the sort of baseline, like just you're good. Yeah. You're not a prima donna. You're not like some, you're not the best of the best, but like, you're just, you're solid. Like just, that's what I think everyone is really driving towards Mm -hmm. in this career. If they want to have a a long career is like, yeah, just be a fucking workhorse.
1: Exactly. And yeah. yeah, And, be genuine. Yeah, You know what I mean? And be kind with your words and say please and thank you, you yeah. know, and ask. Don't And, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions too. That's another big thing I've also learned. Like, you know, if you're on a shoot and you're looking at the director's face or the photographer's face and they're kind of like, yeah, eh. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, don't be afraid to be like, like, what looks good to you? You know, yeah. like how, like, how would you position me for this? Like, give me some ideas, give me some feedback right. instead of just being like, Oh no! I'm the best. Or they hate me. I'm fired. I'm never yeah, gonna work again. <laughs> exactly. It's just it's simple communication. And if anything, too, when you do that, they're gonna respect you more for it because yeah. you know you're like, I need help, and that's yeah. okay to ask for help and yeah. direction and everything because they want the best product they they can produce, just like you want the best product that you can produce. Yeah, and I,
0: that's a really good point. Like, there is a line. Like, if if things are busy, don't go talking someone's ear off about like the advice they can give. Like, yes. no know read the room like i always say read the room and like know when there's time to pull someone aside and get some advice yeah but also get that advice because i think the talent quote unquote we tend we go through so many hoops to get the job that we're so nervous about it it's so precious that we're scared to do anything wrong say anything wrong Mm -hmm. do anything that belies you know this like imposter syndrome we have about why we belong on that set, yep. and I hear that so often from people. They're just like, I'm waiting for everyone to discover I'm a fraud, mm-hmm. and we all are kind of frauds. We, we are faking frauds. it. Till yeah, we make exactly. it.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So like, no, we all are faking it,
0: <laughs> but we forget that like, you know that director, that photographer, they went through a lot of. They have an agency. They went mm-hmm. through. They had to do a pitch book to get mm-hmm. this job. Like the client might be like Mm -hmm. the the client representative might be young and new in their job and nervous about things Mm -hmm. as well. Like everyone's in the same boat. We're Mm -hmm. all winging it. We're all faking it. And though some people may exude confidence or have more authority on the shoot than you do. Like it is important to keep in mind that we're all trying to create the best product. And like, exactly. It's okay. Don't be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I don't belong here. And like pitch a fit and cry. Yeah. But like, it's okay to, so it'd be like hey like what would you do like like you said like yeah you know what 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 would make me look better like what are you looking for how can i how can i help us yeah. get what we need exactly because it's not it, it goes back to the idea of like you are you're insignificant but also so significant yes you can't shoot the product without the model you can't yeah you can't shoot the model without the photographer it's all intertwined exactly so yeah know your role don't make it about you but like get out of your own head mm-hmm. and your insecurities and like think about the final product exactly and, and like work towards that yeah in, in a careful but like a you know respectable way respectable way but like in a cure like aggressively curious way like, yeah oh true you, yeah you know, like just like how can I get better how can I do better mm-hmm. how can I help you I'm gonna stay out of your way and like respect your space but like yeah. I'm here for you like yeah you know exactly I think that's a huge huge benefit to bring to set
1: oh yeah it is and you know, and then it goes back to this, like being easy to work with, you know, people and the easier, like we have a friend, Jace Lee, yeah. she's a workhorse talking yeah. about workhorse
0: superstar. We need to get her on the superstar, podcast. Maybe yeah. you say hi to her and say, Jace Lee, come next. Yeah. Jace
1: Lee, come next. <laughs> <laughs> You're up next girl. Yeah. But like, you know, she is a workhorse and she, she just, you know, she's very talented. She's very hard, you know, hardworking and you know, that's something that I learned from her because I mean, she's been on so many commercial shoots now, like who knows yeah. how many she's been on, but millions, <laughs> one over 23 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean 23 million zeros. Yeah. I yeah. just kidding. <laughs> um, But you know, and that's, that's where I learned that was from her because she was telling uh, me a story one time about, cause she was like on a shoot. Right. And it's like, I think it was like a, uber eats ad or something like that i've seen that ad yeah yeah and she i don't know she was like wasn't driving the car right or her you know like whatever and she was getting frustrated and she was like she's like no so what i did is i just asked him you know like we are miscommunicating it wasn't happening you know this was a big budget job like you know and i needed to get it right and i couldn't you know i wasn't i wasn't figuring out on my own exactly and so She was like so i asked him and then you know the next couple of shots that we got it was a wrap yeah so you know it's like don't be afraid you know you gotta like you've you've got to ask the questions and you've got to do it at you know like you said at the right time and like reading the room and different things like that but but if she
0: hadn't asked that question
1: and was like i can figure this out like i have to
0: i don't want to show that i don't know what i'm doing how much longer would they have been there? Exactly. How much more frustrated would everyone have gotten yeah. that they weren't wrapped, that they weren't getting it? Exactly. And then that compounds and then you'll never get there. Because exactly. everyone's like, "You're when you're pulled out of it and you're aware of that you're not getting it, yeah. like, that's when I really start to fall apart.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you've got to find a way to it shake it that up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. When you're not in your head too at a shoot, you yeah. know, like, it's so easy to tell. Yeah. Like you can just see no, it. Like I have these moments. Instant. Where like,
0: Cause you get in that flow state. Like when they call action, like I black out I'm yeah. like, I'm in it ideally. Yeah, exactly. But There are times when I'm, my focus almost shifts, like my visual focus. And I'm so aware of the set and mm-hmm. the lights and the crew. Mm-hmm. And then I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it because you're like, what is happening? Yeah, you know,
1: you. Oh if you, yeah. The
0: smaller you can make whatever scene. Like I'm, I'm focused on Zach's eyes. Like that's my best friend. We're having a meal. Yeah. That's all I know in this yeah, moment. And then exactly. we can get the shot. But if I'm like, there's fucking fifty people
1: standing. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> all these hot bright lights. Yeah. There's a camera right in front of these me. Shoes don't fit. Sweating. I got clips on my back. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, and you get hot. You're yeah. like, where's the makeup artist yeah. need to be tapped. <laughs> <Just definitely. laughs>
0: I'm Please. so shiny. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's the worst is being shiny, now.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's good, it keeps your skin healthy.
1: It does, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this has been great. I'm so glad you came over to have this conversation. Yeah, thank you. Um, just as we wrap up, do you have any last minute, last bits of advice for our listeners in terms of what you've learned or where you're headed or just life in general?
1: All I have to say is if you're gonna be coming to LA to be chasing these dreams, just do it just excuse my language but fuck everybody else and what they have to say and we only have 80 years on this planet Mm -hmm. and you need to make yourself happy before you can make anyone else happy in your life yeah and you just you just you've got to do it you know what i mean just buck up (laughs) (laughs) save a couple grand yeah you know live in an airbnb for a month down here and Mm -hmm. just do it this yeah. you know it was the best decision i made in my entire life the situation in which i got down here definitely not proud of uh <laughs> thank god next that's episode over. we'll talk about that yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god yeah but i don't regret it and i wouldn't even change it even though it was like, crazy and hectic and i'm in this position now that younger me would be so proud of yeah you know and that's, that's beautiful and that's what you got to do you got to think about what do I want and I'm going to do it, make a plan, execute it and just make it happen. Because if you're meant to be here, this city and the universe in general will keep you here. And if you're not, it's going to, you know, you're going to leave and whatever. But no, you've you've got to just you've got to live your life. Yeah. You've got to take it by the horns and just run with it. Yeah, because at the end of it, you're going to be proud of yourself.
0: And if you don't want it. Stay away. Exactly. It won't be fun. It's yeah, You're gonna get chewed up and spit out. Yeah. Real quickly. <laughs> yeah. There, like there's a quote I love that's like, if you want to do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. Mm-hmm. So like, and no, I don't know if any industry applies more. Like you gotta keep wanting it because yeah. otherwise, it, there's just no way to stay in it. It's yeah. too fucking hard. It's way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah. really difficult. But no. Yeah. You just live your life and do it get down here and start hustling and it's going to work out one way or another might not be exactly what you want in your mind or what your goals or unachievable goals are but you're always going to end up as a creative and you're going to be happy yeah you're going to be happier you know well said yeah thanks zach you're very welcome thank you for having me appreciate it bye kids bye bye